This is the Aligned Dad podcast. Hello, hello. Hello, hello Prashant. How are you today? I am doing perfectly fine. I'm still in the city of Pune and I'm still in the same co-working space because we do these podcasts in small little batches. And uh can I give away how- a secret? <laughs> <laughs> Scott, how are you doing today? What's happening? I'm good. I'm I'm very good. I'm very good. I'm I'm pumped to to get going on this new podcast and to see where it takes us. Awesome. So today's topic Scott is what is your thought on arts as a form of expression and it could be any art. It could be visual art, it could be performing art. What are your thoughts on it? do you have first hand experience with art and how much of that relationship with art are you passing on to violet your daughter yeah great question great question um yeah i look i i love art um and i want art to be a part of not only my life but my my daughter violet's life for sure 100% um it, it, i just think it it just brings everything that we talked about you know it, it allows you to open your heart it allows you to express yourself in 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 many different ways you know and so it's interesting because i grew up um yeah no, none of my yeah, my mum and dad definitely weren't artists they were, they were much more into sports and that kind of stuff um but art filtered through my brothers you know my my folks loved li- listening to music loved listening to music you know and that filtered down to us and so my older brothers were in bands and that kind of stuff and then they would um yeah they would have jam sessions at our house and that kind of stuff and i just loved music and so you know i dabbled in guitar here and there and that kind of stuff um in younger years but as a, as a youngster i never really had the discipline to follow through with a musical instrument my i don't know i just i just didn't have the discipline to stick at this thing you know so for me i always loved listening to music and it always transported me to to these places that were just unimaginable you know just just these beautiful blissful places and so <laughs> my whole life was about seeking out music listening to music going to those places and and that kind of stuff so I I kind of I, I I moved into visual art once I went traveling around the world. So me and my wife we we traveled around the world um, in two thousand and nine to two thousand and eleven. We um, we backpacked through Southeast Asia, and then we went to Europe and we lived in London for a year and we traveled around Europe and all that kind of stuff, you know. And so I I, I picked up a camera there. I bought a camera. And actually, actually, I studied photography in high school in year eleven and twelve. But I'm, again, I, I didn't have the discipline to, to follow through. I, I was more of a socialite. I wanted to hang with my friends. I wanted to, you know, just be around people and have fun and that kind of stuff. And so, when we went traveling, I I, I picked up the camera and 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 suddenly, I don't know, just something something completely different took over me. And and I remember being in in Berlin. And we went and saw this this photography exhibition um, by this this um, Norwegian photographer Jonas Bendiksen, and he um, at that time had an exhibition called "The Places We Live," 
And he went to four of the biggest slums around the world. So there was one in, I think it was Mumbai. There was one in in Africa, I think in, I think it was Nairobi or somewhere that, mm-hmm. like that, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm not too sure. There was one in, uh, in Venezuela and the other one was in Jakarta, I think it was. And so he basically documented daily life from the perspective of somebody living in in that day in, in that life basically and the way it wasn't just straight photography and that's what that's what really sort of caught me you know mm. it was just he his exhibition was set up in in a big space and and there was four smaller spaces within this big space and each of those small spaces represented that slum and so you walked into this space and there were three projection screens so one in front of you, two to each side, and then there were some um, some speakers hanging above. And so he would then he played a slideshow of being in these places, mm. which surrounded you. Plus, he also um, recorded, like we're doing now, conversations in the language that were there, mm. and then they were sort of transcribed in subtitles in front of you. So it was. Wow. It was this immersive experience and I was like, wow, what is this? You know, like I've never experienced this before and and that just led me on this journey of visual storytelling, you know. So then I, I just got – I just immersed myself in photography and then studied the masters and got into all this sort of stuff and eventually, um, yeah, had a couple of my own exhibitions um, here in Brisbane and was published in a book and that kind of stuff and then that led me into um, – uh, into filming and and moving into moving images, you know, rather than just static um, photography. Because of that exhibition, yeah, you know, it was this auditory experience with a visual, and 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 making films is kind of give it gives you that um, that connection into that world to tell right. a story through auditory means and visual means. And so, for me, it was yeah, it was a, it was such a great way to express myself. And so, I I, I want that same experience for my daughter and, and 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 that's something that's very dear to my heart and and I know for my wife Charlotte too who's very she studied um creative writing in at university mm. got a degree in creative writing in, in university and so there's definitely that artistic um I, I guess inheritance from from her her folks and so yeah, we in in our in our playtime, you know, like as I mentioned in a previous podcast, she's deep into reading. She loves storytelling. She loves reading, and then things like puzzles and and building blocks and this kind of stuff, you know, like she's really into those these sort of things. So, mm. building blocks and visual learning and Play-Doh, of course, Play-Doh, you know, and she and she builds her favorite characters, and, and mum and dad will get in with her and help her build her favorite characters and this kind of stuff, you know, and her drawings and painting she does a lot of painting in um at daycare and so you know quite often we'll pick her up and and um yeah a couple of times a week she'll come in with with a painting you know to us it's like abstract <laughs> it's it's just a big scribble but hey yeah, it's expression you know it's her and so yeah it's it's something that that i definitely want to keep exploring with with her as we go definitely music you know, painting, whatever, however, however that comes, you know, and, and, and equally too, if that's not her thing, then that's not her thing. I, I definitely wouldn't pressure her into that, into mm. that side, but yeah, it's, it means a lot to me. How about you, Prashant? Amazing uh, story about uh, you going and visiting 
the the artist what's the artist name you said his name uh, is Jonas Bendixson Jonas Bendixson from Norway Jonas Bendixson yep and you know uh, mo- most of these artists these cult artists have got uh the most simplest of titles for their most complex works that they do mm. right mm. the title True. of this exhibition that you said the places we live in yeah uh, i can imagine with the kind of uh, sophistication that you were mentioning this about it it is a work of art mm. but the titles they give for it is so so easy so welcoming in and that itself is an art like yes. how you, how do you title your work mm. you know so beautiful beautiful story scott lovely um my experience also uh, with art has been uh, always centered around two things uh, that is music and uh, painting um so the first uh, the the very the very first instance where i was introduced to art was by my dad um i remember uh, i keep telling this to my daughter time and again uh, you know i um i remember my dad uh getting this um yellow bottle of paint and uh, he dipping uh, the brush and he holding my hand along with the brush and you know showing me how this this uh the the art of painting and uh, it blew my head off you know and uh, till date yellow is yellow is my favorite color ah. i love the color yellow so uh in fact um one of my companies is called as uh madras blues madras is a place in south of india and blues is the music blues mm-hmm. i love uh blues music but uh the logo of it has got a splash of yellow on it everything is yellow in mm-hmm. fact my office was completely themed yellow um <laughs> so i started <laughs> so i started off with that uh, with my dad uh, introducing me to uh, painting uh, as such and then i uh, i remember on his off days um his holidays were were on thursdays so when we used to come back from school my dad will be uh, tuning um, his uh, vintage radio to a particular radio station uh which is uh, which used to broadcast um music in his mother tongue in our mother tongue malayalam and uh it was it was it was a very big thing to hear uh music in your native uh, language you know um it was a event for my dad to get the tuning right there should be no uh, static noise and don't know that all, all that has to be clean and then he will sit and enjoy his cup of tea and listen and hum and sing along and uh, not that he passed it on to us saying please sit down listen to this no uh, like you uh have been saying in couple of earlier episodes our kids observe what we do while it observes what you do adira observes what i do so i observed my dad what he was doing and i very subconsciously started liking music and my mom uh was also into music in in the earlier podcast episode i mentioned that my mom wanted to learn music but uh, didn't have the means and resources to uh, learn so she passed it uh down to us um uh, so there's this <laughs> i would love to share this uh, small uh uh incident in my life where i actually 
took it upon me to become a musician so i was i was like 8 or 9 years old and i knew that i wanted to do something in music i didn't know what to do so one one evening when my mom came home from work she saw the entire kitchen vessels laying you know laid down on uh, the floor in the living room and i'm like taking pencils and like drumming it you know and she's like what the hell is this and uh, she, uh, my parents didn't know the concept of drums per se like how in western music you see drums as drums as an instrument mm-hmm. in india uh, and especially the place where i grew up pune where i'm right now tabla is a two piece percussion instrument mm-hmm. uh, it's a rhythmic instrument so uh, there was a tabla teacher in the place in the locality where uh, i lived and she just said you know i should enroll you to tabla class that is better better than these vessels you can go and learn <laughs> i said i said wow what is tabla and i want to learn tabla i need to learn tabla and uh, it so happened uh, my summer vacation also began around the same time where my mom introduced to the word tabla and she had to uh, uh make a few inquiries to find out the number the the phone number of this uh, tabla teacher but i was impatient the kind of instinctive and curious kid i was you won't believe scott after my noon lunch uh, uh early noon lunch i used to step out of my house and i was living in a neighborhood of almost around 300 400 buildings and houses and apartments wow. every noon i used to go to these houses ring their bell knock their door and say and ask is this the tabla class sir's house is this the tabla class is this the? <laughs> i have i have covered almost 60% of the houses trying to find out where the tabla sir oh, was and i never found out obviously <laughs> uh then one evening when my mom came back from work she had a small slip uh in her purse that she opened up and it had the number of the phone number of the tabla sir and <laughs> spoke to him and the next day we enrolled and <laughs> so this was the uh this uh, this was my uh you know my test of my own spirit mm. uh and uh this this experience set a benchmark for a lot of things for me in life mm. that if you want something badly even if you don't know it your intent to achieve it mm. is so important yeah and like paulo coelho says the universe will conspire to get it to you yeah and it yeah. so happened that uh every major milestone in my life uh including scott uh had the um uh fortune to see my uh, daughter who's sitting right next to me and my wife all of them every single thing in my life has come with this strong intention and i think so art has always been in the center of it mm. uh, uh because this curiosity uh, rose up from there from art what is this color what mm. is this sound mm. what is that picture what is uh uh this film what what is uh that uh, empty wall over there can i do something over there so yeah. in terms of the mind always sticking 
that can i express can i express what can i do okay here i can use sound here i can use paint so art definitely has played a big role in my growth as a, a person both personally and professionally and i have uh, passed on that experience to my uh, daughter too in a way uh, that is not very pushy so i have facilitated things around my house where my daughter if she comes into the hall she sees a pen stand with lot of colorful pens there are lot of notebooks that i've collected over the years empty notebooks i used to just randomly collect i never knew why i'm collecting these books if i like the cover of the book i used to just buy it and keep it <laughs> sealed packs of books almost almost two dozens of books lie in my house and guess who's who's using them finally my daughter <laughs> she 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 asked permission for it she says acha can i use this book to sketch can i use this book to draw and she's bringing it to life she's yeah, bringing it to life the vision that i had uh, to express mm. myself as an as an artist so here's my question uh, to you scott so have you curated a uh, uh, an experience for your daughter to subconsciously pick up art in your house do you have elements mm. uh, similar to what i just shared Yeah yeah definitely we, we like you said the the books lying around the the pencils the pens that kind of stuff the coloring in books they're all there you know we've got I've got a little xylophone for her when we play you know twinkle twinkle little star on it that <laughs> kind of stuff you know so yeah it's 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 the it's all there for her ready ready when she when she's ready you know oh. and, she, and she loves she, she sort of gravitates towards that which is great you know and there's sort of um I think she's very like she's very visual. Mm. And so like I said she's particular with with certain cartoons that she likes and so there's 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 a fantastic cartoon it's a Japanese cartoon made in 1988 and it's called My Neighbor Totoro. I love and it. My, My daughter Totoro loves it. Totoro is about Oh, you know, oh, there you go, you know, yep. Totoro. Yep. And so she's two and a half and she and she talks about Totoro. She calls him Totoro because she can't say Totoro. She's yeah. like, Totoro <laughs> and cat bus, you know, and she, so she loves these things. But like I remember sitting there with my wife and I'm just saying, man, this is so imaginative. You know, how, how do they come up with these things, you know, these drawings, these animations? They're mm. just stunning. They're so realistic. and it just transports you into a different world you know and right. i love seeing my daughter absorbed into that world and that's why i was saying in an earlier podcast i don't mind that she watches her favorite cartoon it's not like she's mindlessly watching you know the tv just run for hours and hours it's like it's a dedicated cartoon that she mm. watches and there's there's this world that she's transported into there you know so there's a balance between that and the physical side of it so building the blocks mm -hmm. you know drawings paintings that kind of stuff and as you'll see you know for both of our pictures in on the podcast they're both drawings from our daughters right and so this obviously it says that that art is massive in 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 our life and in our podcast and so yeah it was did i answer that right what was the question again <laughs> no, am i on the right track yeah yeah you are on the right track uh, the the question was about do you uh, have a curated experience for your child to pick up art yeah. at home yes uh, so yeah you definitely have that you know what's got uh, there's this beautiful uh, uh, artist uh, illustrator called austin cleon Mm -hmm. Have you heard of him? I have heard of him. Yes. Yeah. So Austin Cleon 
has uh, a newsletter that he shares every week and uh, on one of the newsletters uh, almost a couple of years back he shared uh, this concept that i'm about to share with you he at his place in his house for his kids and for himself right in the center of the house he has a table with a dictionary kept on it and it's a open dictionary so as people and kids pass by through that table through their daily course in the house they open a new page discover a new word learn about it and move on and i loved this idea i loved this idea and <laughs> in my new house i i have a table dedicated to a uh, a huge dictionary i've never seen such a big dictionary in my entire life uh, in my school days we had the small pocket dictionary you know yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that was easy to carry in yeah. the school bag yeah um, but for my sake for my wife's sake and for my daughter's sake i got this huge dictionary and we placed it right in the center of the house so as she has to cross uh, Uh, or as she has to enter my room she has to cross this table with the dictionary and if she chooses uh, she discovers a new word on that page and that's also an art because yes. uh, like your wife uh, is uh, into copywriting and creative writing as mm. such uh, learning to communicate is an art and learning to communicate with the right words is an art and uh, that's something that uh, i am constantly learning to improve on and i wanted to facilitate this journey of mine as i was going through i wanted my daughter also to learn and i am proud to say that she's she's got a better vocabulary than than mine she knows <laughs> much more words uh, than me uh, she knows a lot about uh, dinosaurs is one thing but she knows how to pronounce it the mm. right way mm. and uh, i really embarrass her many times by saying all the dinosaur names wrong <laughs> and she gets really frustrated with me and <laughs> she has stopped discussing dinosaurs with me um so uh, that's that's the thing about art uh, mm. scott so uh, did you take uh, uh, violet to any art exhibition and uh, uh, i know she's too small mm. but Uh, did you take her to any art exhibition and say you know what uh, your dad is a big art lover and uh, you know the, he come he he likes coming to places as such and see oh, see this painting or uh, listen to this music have you done something like that yeah, have you yeah. shown her your pride for art yeah yeah look we we've taken a we took it to a um a stage show um do you know room on the broom Do you know that? Sadly, uh, no. It's a book. Okay. Julia, Julia Don. Yeah, so Julia Donaldson is the the name of the author. I know Julia Donaldson. Yeah, well, there you go. So mm. she's one of her stories is Room on the Broom, right? And so there was a play like they were doing a stage show for it, and this was like I think Violet had maybe just turned two, maybe just before two, and she she loved the the cartoon, right? Mm. And she gets into these cartoons and she play acts. So once once she like I said she gets really into it and she knows it back to front and then she can start to play act these sort of things you know right. and so we took her to see this stage show and I think she was just a little bit too young to sit there and sit through it because it wasn't very visual it was more of you know four actors and they were right. speaking to the audience so it's for a, an older audience right. but I got the impression because 
my daughter, she, Violet, she just couldn't sit through it. And so she, in a way, she was almost heckling. She was almost <laughs> heckling them on stage thing. That's not the way you do it, you know. This is the way you do it. And so we ended up having to leave a bit earlier, you know. So um, that was her first thing. Actually, that wasn't the first thing. Before that, we took her to, we've got a, um, our, our museum, our big museum here in Brisbane is called GOMA, hmm. Gallery of Modern Art. And so we've had a, f- a few um, international exhibitions here. And so I remember we took her, yeah, we took her through um, a whole, like a whole different range of artists that were um, international but showing there at that time. And she was a little, a wee little bub, you know, she was strapped to our chest. Mm. And, and so maybe she took it in, you know, I, I reckon she would have taken in all the visual aspects of it and that kind of stuff. And I forget the name of the artist, uh, Chinese artist who had, recreated like a waterhole right so he he built all these sculptures of animals life-size sculptures of sculptures of animals and it's in this huge room and he's built this waterhole too like and it's full of water and all these animals are at at the at the waterhole drinking Mm. and so we took her in around that you know and she was just like wow you know it was was great so yeah definitely have have immersed her from a young age and and will continue to do so for sure how about you amazing uh for me actually it's uh a bit uh uh what do you say fluctuating i I do not like going to museums. Mm-hmm. I do not enjoy, honestly speaking. Mm-hmm. But my wife does. So, uh, and I know that uh, my daughter will love the experience in the museum too. So, I facilitate that. Uh, like when we went to this place called uh, Goa, um, uh, which is a very tropical place. It's a it's a fun place to be in. So, there were a couple of places which was iconic and you had to see it. You had to experience it. So, even though I was not interested... I waited outside in the car and uh, I uh, sent my daughter along with uh, my wife and they experienced it and came back. Uh, But outside of that, uh, outside of uh, the traditional museum uh, visits, I uh, make it a point to show her art in daily life Mm. also. Like simple things like a newspaper or simple things like uh, the texture on a table the natural texture of a table you know we yeah. uh, we sit sometimes for uh, a few uh, minutes or sometimes hours just uh, observing the different objects and uh, things that you can see with the natural texture on the table yeah, we'll, wow. we'll sit and observe and we'll say Achha. so she'll say Achha, can you see that uh, dragon over there and I'll say no can you see that's not a dragon that's actually uh, that's actually a butt so <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So, so we go into this yeah, uh, into this art discovery kind of a thing. So, um, what what I have learned is um, it's very easy for uh, kids uh, to see the surface level of it and then immediately find a way to duplicate that experience on paper or on music, yeah. or whatever. But if you give them the power to show them how this was done from its root level mm. their whole perspective of art changes like for example you mentioned uh, my neighbor totoro mm. my daughter has watched it countless number of times and seeing her passion for that movie one of my wife's cousin uh, this uh, last birthday of hers the eighth birthday gifted her 
the complete visual breakdown and arts used in Miyazaki's films. Wow. So it's a complete breakdown of how these characters were sketched. Uh, how many layers of paint went into it. The wow. complete detailing. Wow. It is way too advanced yeah, for my yeah. daughter to know anything about it. Sure. But the proximity to such a bundle of knowledge lying right next to her she's going to pick up on that mm. she's she can always go back to it and say that you know i'm i'm coloring uh, with uh, the green shade and i tell uh, that okay uh, adira uh, you you know this similar shade was there in my neighbor totoro do you want to just refer that book and see how they blended the color green and she say yeah and then she'll go and pick it up yeah. go to the right page and you know pick up what colors need to be blended how it, how those characters need to be sketched so um, mm. i make it a point to facilitate uh, art for her and all kinds of art because again uh, my idea is not to impose what i like truly mm. what genre of music i like what kind of art i like i don't want her to pick up exactly the same thing i want her to break her head and figure out her own thing yeah yeah so there are multiple pieces of elements kept at home where uh, you know she's in for a surprise every time she crosses paths <laughs> with it <laughs> that's my story <laughs> that's beautiful for sure yeah I, th- i think it's yeah like you said it's it's just opening them up to the possibilities really isn't it they're, and and they're endless you know and that's it's it's such a fantastic um thing like the, you know the my neighbor totoro it's like what a reference to have you know to come back and and to check beautiful. it yeah it's it's so beautiful so yeah i i, I think this has been amazing a, a fantastic podcast i've thoroughly enjoyed it love talking about art and and you can see your light, your your light half as well when you talk about it you know and so yeah i think it's yep. such an important important part of growing up and growing up with with curiosity you know for any enthusiasm and lust and all that kind of stuff i think it's just it's beautiful absolutely so i thanks so, scott that's a wrap for today's episode and uh, like scott reminded uh, you all in this episode the podcast cover that you see has been designed by scott's uh, daughter and my daughter uh, you have to guess who's done what uh, part in that do uh, leave your reviews do email us let us know uh, how you like today's uh, episode and what has been your uh, relationship with art and your child let us know this is a rap yeah definitely love love to hear that well would love to hear that from from all of you so it's, yeah that that would be great so thanks guys and thanks for today prashant thank you scott and have a good time bye 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 Hey, hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you loved what you heard, please do leave us a review in your favorite podcasting app. Scott, over to you. Thanks for being here on this journey of discovery with myself and Prashant. We're so looking forward to sharing our experiences with love and laughter of raising a daughter with you to hopefully lend a helping hand in your times of need. This is the aligned dad podcast <laughs>